You're listening to the Riot Show. This is the Riot Show. You're listening to the Riot Show. This is the Riot Show. You're listening to the Riot Show. This is the Riot Show. You're listening to the Riot Show. This is the Riot Show. Hey man, the only place I go. Every night it's the Ryan Show. Check us out for an hour, enjoy yourself. Maybe listen, more. Good music and special guests. Listen, we the best, forget the rest. It's just me and Ryan, Chiefs the team. Yeah, we about to rank, rank, rank supreme. Come on. Yeah, we coming over and we taking the scene. Yeah, we should be on that limelight up, up on the screen. Yeah, you know my team. Yeah, we really just doing this. Flew it up every time. We really just moving this. Yeah, man, we mix it up. To all of my fellas and chicks with us. Hey, best believe we the new wave. Mr. T's Rob Boogie and Anthony Dave. Yes. You're listening to the Riot Show. This is the Riot Show. You're listening to the Riot mm-hmm. Show. and gentlemen, boys and girls, you are now about to hear what could possibly be the most outstanding radio show broadcasting nationwide, globally syndicated, locally hated, but each and every week you still stick with us. This is The Ryan Show FM. I am your host, Ryan Vernell, and as always, I am joined by hip-hop legend, MC activist, overall good guy, Mr. Cheeks is in yeah, the house, baby. What it do, everybody? You know how I'm rocking. Let's get it. Light up. It's the only thing we can do. We can celebrate, Mr. Cheeks. We can light up. We can drink down. We can party up. Whatever it is we want to do. And I'm sure that the other gentleman in the Zoom chat is doing just that. Legendary socialite of New York City, the most lit man in the state of New York, Hamptons, Dave. What's crack a lacking? What's good? What's good? It's good. You know, for one time, I feel like my vote went towards something. I feel like I, I I was a part of this, and you know what? We're riding with Biden, and uh, I definitely celebrated this weekend. I'll tell you what, Brooklyn was crazy. I know it was crazy. Crazy. It was the craziest. I was just riding around all day bumping YG, f- Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. And like mm-hmm. the streets of Brooklyn were just feeding off it. Everybody, every race, everything was, it was like, it was crazy. It was like, it was a party everywhere on every block. People were oh, running around. Moment. Running with signs, banging pots and pans, running through the streets. It was, it was good to see. No doubt, no doubt. Yeah, glad our votes counted, baby. Word. Yep. It's not only people happy. There's a lot of people that are not as excited and rejoicing the way that you are, Hams Dave. I noticed on Mr. Cheeks' Instagram page at the real Mr. Cheeks one three two, quite a few unhappy rednecks. Yeah. <laughs> out there. Yeah, they they that were not happy. Next. A lot of rednecks and coons, you know what I'm saying? No, no. I don't know if I have to beep that out, Mr. Cheeks. I'm not sure. That's- oh, my bad, my bad. <laughs> I'll tell you, there was the, there's the one video of the guy laying with his hands in his face, laying on the street with his dog right next to him. What, what, is, what, is, monster, what is monster drink? Yeah. 
so crazy. Oh. Divide and conquer. No matter what old man is in the White House, we still have to uh, learn and love and educate ourselves. Be responsible for our own actions. Like, do a little bit of research. Maybe get out of the comfort zone. Meet some people that you might be uncomfortable around because you might learn something. We got rid of the right old man, though. We got rid of the right old man. That's right. And to those that looked on the Instagram page, he's been voted against. He's been voted out of office. I'm not sure if people really care who's the president. I think they were just tired of Donald Trump. It seemed that people were just fed up. Just a fact. Now your holidays probably feel a little better. You know what I'm saying? Your mother summer might feel a little better. You can wake up a little better not knowing this idiot going to be on the the TV when you wake up. But he's going to be around, but I'm just saying. He's definitely going to be around. Yeah, it's not over. It's I mean, some are saying that this is still going. Some of his closest advisors are backing down, but for some reason, Trump is still set on becoming the president or staying as the president. <laughs> I mean, Cheeks, I'm not sure what you're gonna do because you've been outspoken. You might be the most outspoken celebrity. My man, my man Joe Biden, he's gonna make sure he get out of there. Trust me. And plus, the people that are sick of him going one manner anyway. You know, the military tired of him. You know, the his own Secret Service tired of him. His lady probably banging one of them niggas out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> she probably banging one of the Secret Service out on the secret, baby. That's a real Secret <laughs> Service. Roll. You know how he roll, man. He roll real dirty. So, you know what I'm saying? It's all good, man. We just need a change, man. You know what I mean? Talk about somebody else for four years. Son, you know what I mean? That's just really what it is, man. Stude is like, he messing up things with our allies across seas, man. We trying to go across seas and get all the money. And do things we like to do over there, not get captured. Yeah. Seems like Trump, a lot of foreign Trump leaders were celebrating. As, Trump strikes me as a as a cuckold. Like I think you might just, be right. He's sitting there just watching Melania get banged out. <laughs> <laughs> he's got that cuck energy for sure. Yeah. With his same suit that we seen him yep. when we seen him. With that MAGA hat, with that wig yeah, yeah. falling off. He's he's looking in rough shape. He's looking in rough shape for sure. Yeah, yeah. He's not a We'll, we'll see. We'll see. They say it's not over till it's over. I do find no matter what side you're on, it is a little strange that the media kind of like declares the winner of the presidency. Yeah. I don't care what side you're on. That to me is a little strange. It is. But, the, I mean, how long has been going on? Like, what's the change now? When all of a sudden, what's the difference now? They've been doing it last year when he won. Yeah, you I don't know, like it. Daddy. I don't think I don't like it then either, Chiefs. Man, all he do is cry, man. Everybody against him. Yeah. All he do is do yeah. bullshit. So niggas don't want to see that shit no more man it ain't about yeah joe biden he locked people up he went it was black it was mad blacks on that shit too locking people up you know what i'm saying but listen man you make your own choice in life man you can't be thinking about 1990s right now is you out your mind you're talking about what joe biden did in 1990 whatever you're talking about 2020 and you rather let this <laughs> racist run around and talk mad shit and do mad shit and get away with mad shit and y'all don't see nothing wrong with that shit. gotta Good be point. crazy man you got a good point. You got to be on his side if you don't see nothing wrong with that. Nigga. That's just straight up facts. Yeah. If you not on, if you want, if you don't see nothing wrong, if you see something wrong with Biden getting in office, then you fucked up to me. That's real fucked up. Heavy. Ain't no president interfere with my life ever. Like you know what I'm saying? He stop me from getting money. He stop me from doing nothing. You know what I'm saying? But this nigga do other shit. You know what I'm saying? Like he do. He trying to if he can make slaves again, he would do that. Shit. Don't you get like <laughs> that, man? Trump and all and supporters. My, yeah, my whole thing is like just supporters. It's just like it's almost like their supporters just took on like you know like a militia mentality. 
And they're yeah, just like, like going after people and like especially minorities, they're really like going after them. And it you seen them motherfuckers running some some white lady, they run her into a parking lot, surround her yeah. another bullshit ass pickup trucks and shit yeah. like that. And they and the motherfucking cops let them just go and all type. You know what I mean? Like Yeah, he's just bringing out the worst in people. That's exactly why I couldn't vote for him. People are going nuts. My shit is Trump every day, guy. Like yeah. that his existence, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like for real, man. Like, ever since I became president, nigga, just, he just changed. He just made shit all kind of different ways. All them motherfuckers. Where them all them Trumpsters at now? All them motherfuckers went back to the trailer park. Where them motherfuckers at now? You know what I'm saying? Like, where they at? They they not running around with their flags flagging and all of that. So, you got to watch out for that shit. And, you know, when the clown get out of office, the clown get out of office. You got 70 days to deal with this asshole still. Like, yeah. still here. Like. Yeah. Hopefully they submit. Hopefully, hopefully he just backs down because look, there's no proof of any type of order fraud, anything more than normal at least, nothing too substantial. Otherwise, you'd think by now it would be out on the forefront. So hopefully he's, he peacefully steps down and it's an easy transition. And he's pulling the Detroit Pistons move when Jordan beat him. Yeah, exactly. Just walk off the court like without shaking hands. What are you just gonna get? You make some good points, Mister Cheeks. I take your opinion seriously. Like, you don't really hate on anybody else. It must be something terribly wrong that this guy's doing for Mr. Cheeks, who's never outspoken about these type of things, to be so well, outspoken. Just, why, like, why does he have to feel uncomfortable? You know, I saw it firsthand. You know, my, my girlfriend is, is, is an African-American, and she was uncomfortable. Like, didn't feel safe with Trump in president. Like, didn't right, feel like, safe with did. him in office. And it's like, that I, you know, that I'm seeing firsthand, and it's like... You know, I can't have that feeling that she has, but I can feel for her, and I see it, and I, I don't want that. I don't want anybody to feel that way. Facts, you know what I'm saying? Just shit is real, man. Like, he just made it even worse. Like, when he got in office, it was more depth, though, you know what I'm saying, from cops, man. You know what I'm saying? And all of all these is oh, he, they thought he had a gun. And like, come on, man. He gave you the green light. Go ahead, take care of these criminals, do all this. He trying to take, you know, took, he already got, what he got, 666 kids lost and got yeah. rid of their parents and shit. Yeah. Like, before they was five years old, this is like, come on, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, to really just narcissistic, like, tendencies that kind of spill over into your policies and into your decision-making as president. I mean, like, we, we were just talking about, right before the show started, he's kind of almost like Lex Luthor. He's the closest yeah. thing that we've seen to Lex Luthor, just a billionaire and he was able to manipulate the masses who were, frankly, tired of all these politicians, these lifelong politicians. And even though he was a billionaire, he wasn't part of that lifelong club that George Carlin always spoke about. So people wanted to give him a chance. But look, here we are now. He could have gained his whole way in there, too, because, you know, he owe a lot of money, too. Yep. So he could just he was he was a, he was just bullying. He just bullied the presidency from them. He was pushing all of them out the way. Ben Carson, he was a bird on the stage with him. All them Republicans that was on the stage with him was corny softballs. You know what he took saying? over the Republican Party. Yeah, and now like these guys that, are kissing ass to him. That's what gets yeah. me. Like the Ted Cruz. Remember, when he, remember we played the audio on the show of him humiliating Ted Cruz and his wife. <laughs> like fighting for this man like birds. But, you know, like I said, man, you got to call it what it is, man. It's old white men. Scared to, scared to see Kamala Harris over there. They like, hold on, this this black chick doing it. Ain't gonna, ain't. That's not a part of America. Is you crazy? So that's how, that's this. That's all this fight is about, man. Ain't about no. That's the excuse to give everybody.
know what I'm saying? But this, the real deal is, hold on. If Biden in office and he give the when he want to get up get up off office as a black woman president on their ass, that's the motherfucking bottom line, man. That's what's gonna happen. That's what that's what I think is gonna happen. I don't see because Biden to me is just it, all these gaffes and slip ups, and it's hard for him to complete his thoughts sometimes. It is a little worrisome to me. And if a president's mental health is really in decline, then the vice president has to step up and do the job. I don't know what you see in that. I mean, I had a stutter once in a while but that is on his game i don't know what you're saying i see kamala harris stepping up and taking over as the president 100 percent Biden's speech man you compare the trump compare the trump speech well from what i've seen so far he's definitely uh more positive he doesn't make it all about him he doesn't constantly talk about himself and it seems that he's trying to unite everybody which is what we've all been waiting for Biden's just trying to, you know, finagle a game. Boom, boom. Because yep. once he get in office, yo, he on Trump ass. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, niggas did mad wrong shit. So it's like, ah, I'll play y'all game. I'll be cool because that's what you got to play. You can't get more and this up more because you don't even know what he's doing with his dumb ass. He got the codes and everything. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah, I didn't think about that. Yeah, yeah that's right. thinking about all that. that you got access to your life. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Our lives. Like, how do you want that around? No, I'm dangerous. dangerous stuff, man. Well, I guess the American people have spoken. The American people feel like Mr. Cheeks, or at least half of them. And they understand that there's a threat in the old office to a lot of our personal freedoms. The people have spoken over here and it's 73 million racists over there. It's crazy to think that 73 million people that it was just so split that our country is this divided. It's crazy. But it all is. that being said, it's time to heal. It's time to unite. Because all this, all this BS, it doesn't matter at this point. It's up to us to not be assholes and to not make it okay to be that way. These seeds right. of hate that have been sowed need to be removed from the ground. And hopefully that starts with President-elect Joe Biden taking the reins of the country. But we'll see what happens. We'll see what uh, happens. Now, on that note, we do have an interesting night tonight, guys. We've got a, a, a handful of great guests coming tonight, including... San Francisco 49ers legend Eric Davis, one of the greatest cornerbacks of the 90s. He's played with everybody. I mean, imagine just practicing and having to stop yeah. the greatest wide receiver, arguably the greatest wide receiver of all time, Jerry Rice. I can't Rice. hear him just talk uh, yeah. about it. Oh, it's going to be good. We've got a great yeah. night ahead of us, gentlemen. It's good to see that we're all on the same page. We're all here. We're all happy to move forward and make this country a better place because we're stuck here. Mr. Cheeks, you're a great contributor to the American culture. So your opinion does matter a lot to a lot of people. So, you know, you're a part of the fabric of this great American culture, Mr. Cheeks. <laughs> Good looking, man. <laughs> it's the truth, man. So that being said, we've got, a, we've got a, also our boy King Noir coming on tonight to discuss the racism that exists within porn. You don't really think about it when you have your cell phone and you're trying not to get caught. You're in the bathroom sneaking around. You know, but there, it, it exists, guys. It really does. And we're going to talk about that. We're going to go in-depth. And then to, uh, to end things on a lighter note, we have a great young artist coming by the name of beauty she's 11 years old shouts to our boys our truth from the wwe and his producer j tracks for setting this one up she's amassed five million views on her new song up on world star she's going viral so without further ado gentlemen i think it's time to get this show on the road let's do it, let's do it. dj honky wonky you know what to do <laughs> dj <Okay>. honky wonky <laughs> They ain't give us nothing. Yeah. Gave us the less. Try and get the most. 
they on some low They gave us the less, we try and get the most I would wake up so broke, corners be posted Just stay on some low I was so down and ain't nobody noticed I was too young to be at them funerals Bagging up residue all in my cuticles Life was so ugly but now it look beautiful Watch when we moving through is retarded, don't know what they'll do to you One thing is stabbing you, one thing is shooting you I keep my circle as close as a hula My stomach in knots From eating Chinese every day, nigga, that's what them noodles do Thought I'd be dead by the age of 19 I've been doing this shit, it might be brand new to you I needed food on my plate Young nigga driving a foreign, don't know what to do in a rape Keep doing the safe, it look like I'm choking my paddock Cause that bitch is blue in the face Ain't no view in the wake Niggas that shoot at your face And jump in the coop and just race I've been locked in in the booth for a day You asked to get out, niggas moving like train the field, niggas train to go get it Train go get it they label me menace, they know I'm that nigga, my haters admit it Candy paint in his tenant, we rolling on niggas, throwing that shit out the window Louis on, I don't wear Kenzo, they say I changed up on niggas I got my change up on y'all in the field, niggas train to go get it They label me menace, they know I'm that nigga, my haters admit it Candy paint in his tenant, we rolling on niggas, throwing that shit out the window Louis on, I don't wear Kenzo, they say I changed up on niggas I got my change up on who can I trust? I feel like Tony Montana. We had our face in bandana. All them get how we get low in Atlanta. He let off a shot and ain't noticed the camera. Couldn't see my mama pour. Fresh out the Cabana store and Dolce pajamas. Pull up in the spot, don't know my hammer. If it's about to grab, hold you for ransom. When Alan I was the answer. Niggas was shooting, surviving bullets was like cancer. Couple private dancers down in Tampa. Ducking from the camera, sipping Fanta. We could get it raw, it's a Savannah. Pull up in a Porsche with Diane. Of course, I paid to be the boss, handy. Niggas think they raw, slow, scrambler. A couple pounds of cush going to Kansas. Couple level trucks, bunch of cameras. I don't give a f. Who your man is? Acting like he tough, better not be. Y'all in the field, niggas train to go get it. They label me menace, they know I'm that nigga, my haters admit it. Candy painting his tenant, we rolling on niggas, throwing that shit out the window. Louis on, I don't wear Kenzo. They say I changed up on niggas. I got my change up on y'all in the field, niggas train to go get it. They label me menace, they know I'm that nigga, my haters admit it. Candy painting his tenant, we rolling on niggas, throwing that shit out the window. Louis on, I don't wear Kenzo. They say I changed up on niggas. I got my change up on niggas. And we have returned, folks. This is the Ryan Show FM premiering nothing but the greatest new talent all across the country. This one resonates with me because I have my ties to Gary, Indiana. That's right. If anybody here has seen the musical <laughs> music, man, I had to play the little boy Winthrop. Sung the song Gary, Indiana. How's that for a throwback? And, you know, we all I have mean, some. I remember that. I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure you're not going to let me live it down. <laughs> I kind of forgot about it, but now you brought it up. I'm going to start bringing it up more. Oh, no. Just well, those like that know, no. <laughs> but I digress. Move over, Michael Jackson. Move over, Jackson 5, because Gary Indiana has a new superstar in town. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, introducing to the Ryan Show FM for the very first time, up-and-coming 11-year-old sensation, Beauty. Yeah. In the building, Beauty, only 11 years old and is popping right now on World Star amassing over 5 million views on her last Damn, video to be released. That's a very impressive feat. She's gone viral. So, Beauty, how are you tonight? I'm doing good. I bet you are doing good because I don't think there's many 11-year-olds out there that can say that their video is seen by 5 million people. I don't think there's many 50-year-olds that can say their video is seen by 5 million people. Thank you. Is this your first song that you made? Um, no, this is not my first song I have made. 
my first song I made was called, uh, I believe, Do What I Do. Okay. I like that you're not taking the shocking approach to your music. You see a lot of kids these days get into music, and it's kind of just for a shock factor. But yeah. your, your music's very well written. When you're creating your music, who's it for? Is it for other kids? Who do you, want, who do you think relates most to your music? Um, I would say I would want it to be for other kids because, you know, I like to I like to inspire and give an example to other kids. Oh, like that. You definitely you, you for an 11 year old, you, you, you know, just you speak well, the way you answer the questions, it's good. And I was just listening to right before I got on, I was listening to that recipe. And <laughs> man, let the world hear that. Yes. Is there anyone that's influenced you most behind the scenes and really helped you take your rap seriously and get you to this point? Um, yes. My dad, he's, um, he's always supported me the way. Let's go. Shouts to dad. Now, how long have you actually been rapping for? Is this something that you've been doing for a long time and taking seriously for a long time? Well, I've just uh, been rapping for fun, but then my dad, he just noticed my talent. It was just, rapping was just something I had always enjoyed. Well, now you get to do something that you love. That's great. So was there an artist in particular that influenced you to start rapping? Who is your favorite rapper? Yes, uh, it was Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj. Yep. When I think of Gary, Indiana, I can't help but think of child stars. Are there any other kids your age there that are performing around you? Um, no, not that I have seen. Eh, I guess I'm biased. I just always saw Gary, Indiana, Jackson 5. Freddie um, Gibbs, right? Freddie, now, Freddie Gibbs. Gibbs yeah, Freddie right. Gibbs is from Gary, Indiana. But uh, yeah, I, I mean, I like it. This is you know, there's a new little wave right now of of these younger rappers. This, you know, mm-hmm. I always try to put Ryan on. There's this girl Zaza. I don't know if you've ever heard of Zaza, but she's kind of blowing up too. And uh, it's good, you know. Just give kids something else to inspire to do. You know, with all the everything's at your fingertips, you can make a song with almost anything. So it's good. Especially to get it popping. Now you, you got 5 million views. I, I couldn't even, like he said, I couldn't even imagine meeting 5 million, having 5 million people see it, anything I've yeah. done. So it's, you know, it's, that's a great accomplishment. Congratulations to that. Thank you. Exactly. Amazing. Beauty, do you feel different than you did five days ago? Before you <laughs> yes. dropped that song? Yes, I do. Because now it feels like a lot of people know me now. <laughs> Are you like walking into school like, ah, um, look who's here. No, I, no this coronavirus. Of course she's I, not. She's I, walking I, into the Zoom I, chat. I do homeschool. I don't even blame you. Look, you're ahead of your time. Yes. Looks like that's what everyone's going to be doing soon. <laughs> so I also hear that you speak two different languages. What is the other language that you speak? English and Spanish. I'm still learning a little bit of, bit of Spanish, so I don't fully know it. But my mom, she's still teaching me. All right, nice. And you can never stop learning English. You're going to make yes. a Spanish a Spanish rap? Yes, soon in the uh, future. That's nice. Late. That's how you get everybody's attention. Yes. You get 50 million views that way. Yes. So at 11 years old, it must be hard enough balancing out a rap career and school. How do you find time to fit anything else in? What do you get to do for fun? Well, you know, I like uh, spending time with my family and my friends. I love playing this game. It's called Roblox, and I love making slime. <laughs> nice. That's a sick thing to do at 11, I'm sure. Any brothers or sisters, any help at home, brothers and sisters maybe helping you out? 
Yes, I have a brother named Sosa, I have a brother um, named Roger, and I have a little sister named Royalty. Are your brothers older or younger? Um, my brothers are older than me, and my little sister is a baby one. Are they jealous? You were, no. You like they're the head honcho around the house now? They're, they're happy for me. Good. <laughs> That's right. Love that. She's popping now. Yep. Yeah. We're going to be playing your music soon, but first we want to make sure to plug your social media so that everybody knows where they can find you after the song is over. Uh, so where exactly can they find you on Instagram? Well, my social media, uh, they can find me um, on just at Just One Beauty. They can find me at Just One Beauty. And my website is called JustOneBeauty.com, spelled J-U-S-T, the number one, and then beauty with an I at the end. Do we have another song on the way? Are you working on anything else, another project? Do you have an album thinking you're going to drop or anything in the future that everybody could be looking out for? Um, yes, I believe uh, Loving Living. Oh. Loving like Living. And really quick, are you writing all the lyrics? I should ask this too. Do you have a ghostwriter? Anybody helping you behind <laughs> the scenes? Or is this just straight okay. beauty? My, no, my dad, he, uh, he writes all of my music. I sometimes help him write the music. All right, you know it's, it's you know like it's, keep it in the family. That's the way it should be. If you're gonna work with someone, work with someone in the family. Yes. Good, I like that. Shout out to your dad for that too, and uh, your whole family just for pushing you and supporting you. Yes, thank you. Was it J Tracks that was the producer of this song, Recipe? Um, no. It wasn't, but he's pushing. I got it. Uh, it was uh Rose. It was Rose. Uh, it was Rose Track who produced the uh, song. Rose Track. I have to try to give a say away. Shouts to my man, J-Trax. Always hooking it up with a great guest. He's a sick producer also. Uh, but that being said, I think uh, without further ado, let's get this song popping right now. Here it is, Recipe by Beauty. Folks, this is The Ryan Show FM, and we will return after this music. Honky Wonky, take it away. Let's go. You wanna know beauty, got a head of recipe. They say I got the recipe Guess they know I got that recipe You can tell who got that recipe I know I got that recipe Little mama got that recipe So food and Yeah. 
the tradition of bringing you only the most riveting guests that we could possibly find. This is the Ryan Show FM returning from our break. DJ Honky Wonky, nice job on the ones and twos. Socialite Hampus Dave is in the building. Legend Mr. Cheeks has dropped out, but likely will return sometime during this interview. Davey O, how are you, brother man? I'm doing good. It's always good to be here. Always good to be, you know, recording the show. Always good to have these guests on. Shout out to our guests now. Uh, it's good. It's been a good night. Just keep it going. Our next guest, King Noir, is multi-talented. I'm sure that many gentlemen are jealous when they find out exactly what his occupation is and the company that he runs and the company that he keeps. And what's most impressive is that he still manages to maintain a music career at the same time. Joining us tonight on The Ryan Show FM for the very first time, MC slash male porn star, King Noir. Yeah. Welcome to the show. Yeah, thank you for having me. It's good to be here. It's good to have you. You are in the middle of a very unique juggling act, if you will, between your music, your adult film career, owning a company like that, and being an activist, speaking out openly about a lot of indiscretions and and racism that's going on in the porn industry right now. And that's just not a combination that you see every day. In fact, I don't think there's anyone else that I know of that's doing the same thing. You don't really see many... Like the hip hop porn overlay, and I gotta ask first off, what came first, the chicken or the egg? Was it the hip hop, the music, <laughs> or was it the porn? Well, just in just in life, you know what I'm saying. I, I started writing rhymes when I was like 10, 11 years old. So in that aspect, but I was definitely in my first porn uh, scene situation and and doing BDSM private parties and things like that before I ever released my first album. So. You know, it's been like one and then the other, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like as I, I started in adult entertainment when I when I was legally able to do so at eighteen. And were you open about it when you were still, you know, doing other things? Was it like an open career? How does that work when you when you start doing something like that? I always wonder, like, do you go home and you're like, Mom, Dad, look, I'm making bread, I'm doing what I love, you'd be so <laughs> proud of me. How does how does something like that go down? Well, when I first started doing it, um, actually I was out on my own. You know what I'm saying? So there was nobody for me to come home and report to, you know what I mean? So it was just like, this is what I got to do. This is what, at the time, it's what I was doing to survive. And it actually helped me to pay for getting in the studio when I first started wanting to make music. Okay. And, you know, people, my peoples that was close to me, you know, they they knew what I was doing. You know, uh, at a certain point, uh, I had got a job, you know, working, working in the school, uh, Shout out PS41 Jersey City, uh, working with kids, doing like uh, teaching chess and creative writing. So like I had to not do porn during that time. Yeah. Like, it was like, <laughs> Take a little it break. ain't even about keeping it on the low. It's about keeping this job going. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, you know, uh, it's it's interesting because, you know, some people you tell that to and they're like, yo, that's awesome. That's popping. You tell somebody else that shit, and they're like, whoa, all of a sudden, you know, whatever, whatever they do in private in their home on Pornhub starts billing in their head and they're like, I don't know how to feel about this. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it's, it's, it's always been very interesting, you know, especially in the hip hop world where, you know, castle rap all day about And then when they find out you do that in real life, they don't know how to respond sometimes, you know? So yeah, it's, I mean, it's been interesting. How did you get into it? Like, was it just like, obviously it's a love of being, you know, an 18 year old male. It's like what everybody wants to do. But is it like you met someone, like a girl got you in, or you like met, you know, like you just go into like an open audition? Like, how does that even work? And it's like, you know. <laughs> he wants to know. Obviously, he's trying to do it too. <laughs> he's like, 
taking notes on the yeah. Yeah. Um It's funny because now getting into it now is different than getting into it when I first got into the industry. So when I first when I first got into it, uh, my homegirl, she was a dancer in Philly and they reached out to her. Like when I reached out to her, they was at the club and they was like, yo, we want you in a magazine. And she was like, I'm super down to do it, but I just need to do it with some familiar. D I can't have no strange around me I'm, she wasn't comfortable with it so she reached out to me at the time and knew i was kind of like you know in between gigs i guess would be the best way to say it you know what i'm saying she was like yo i need i know you you trying to find some bread and you know we already messed around so she's like i know what you're working with come let's get it in that's perfect that's chemistry that's work chemistry to the um 10th degree now For real is it good money? Because I always wonder, like, I hear all these rumors from the outside looking in about the male porn star that you have to, like, do all these crazy things to even be able to sleep with women. I don't know about you, Hammers Day, but I've heard of, like, fluffers <laughs> and all these, like, bottom... Is that all just myths of the porn industry, or is there any truth to that? They might have had fluffers back in the 70s or something like that. You know, I haven't, I haven't really run into, you know, just people that sit on the sideline and just help people like nowadays that'd be like, <laughs> like interns you yourself yeah. <laughs> you better fluff yourself go fluff yourself i mean some of the <laughs> word you know like some some of those uh i think some of them might be rooted in some kind of truth but it has to do with not every set is the same not every person is the same you know there might be people out there that walk around with they fluffy you never know yeah. but i think um i think for male talent you do have to know how to diversify and for me, my my initial diversification of my skills and talents was I automatically got like after that first shoot, um, the photographer connected me with uh, some people who were in doing like cam shows. And those cam shows led to people being like, look, you know, would you, uh, I don't know, dominate me off camera uh, or we're into BDSM, we're looking for a dom or then I got like booked for like cuckolding stuff and like all the all the all the crazy stories that you probably hear where it's just like hey f my wife you know what i'm saying like all that kind of shit. Yeah. definitely you know like one thing one thing led to another but at the same time my, my my mind was always focused on art you know like i i wanted to make music i wanted to direct films and direct videos and that's like that was like yeah i'll do all this other shit so i can learn how to do what I want to do and then be able to reinvest in myself. And that's, that's always what the plan. There you go. And that's what you're doing now. And I really had no idea the racism that existed in the world of porn until we had Sarah J on. And she made a comment to me when I used the terminology interracial porn, I didn't really think about it. It's not something that you really think about when you're looking at porn is whether or not it's racist. Was that something that you were aware of when you got into the industry, the blatant racism within the porn industry, or did it take you actually being inside the industry to start seeing it? Uh, no, nah, it's something I noticed from jump, which is why I was able to step away for a little while as I did, because I was like, you know, I'm not, I got to be able to go home end of the day. Like, like still it's, it's crazy. Cause like, even now, like I got cats back home, cats in the hood. That'll be like, yo, you worked with, I don't know, Sarah J or Lethal right. Lips or all these people that they're like, yo, that's crazy. And then, um, so like, if I'm doing some shit and they calling me out my name, Cass can be like, yo, what, how, how you gonna fuck it up for all of us? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> there yeah. is that, that responsibility that I feel I have to me, that I feel I have to, you know, my neighborhood, my people, all of that. And, you know, seeing how, how it goes, 
I think it's porn is very unregulated. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like a wild, wild west of, of industries where, you know, billions of people are consuming it, but there's no regulatory uh, force that's being like, you can't do this, you can't do that, for the most part, right? A lot of it is just kind of agreed upon. And unfortunately, in America, you know, race is one of these things that people have not figured out. And America is very, very much rooted in in racism that's what built america regardless of how you know people want to flip it and bounce it but not america's wealth and, and exorbitated wealth was made because it had a free workforce for a very long time and, and in order to keep people as slaves you have to build up a hierarchy you have to build up this form of supremacy that tells you that one group of people is better than the others and it's okay to treat people horrifically and brutalize and beat them and murder them and basically just treat them like every day in order for it to happen right and then when you get to down the road all of these things collect in our in our psyche and are passed down from one generation to the other and i think a lot of it is kind of like when you sweep under the rug too much and then dirt and grime is coming out in different parts of your rug that you weren't even paying attention to that's what racism is in america like the just comes out in all these different places because it's never truly been confronted. It's never truly True. been like, look, this is America's original sin and this is how we're going to try to work to fix it. And it's even harder when you have a boner to try to like figure all that out as you're like <laughs> sifting through things. You're like, <laughs> the last thing you're thinking about is being racist when you're looking at that stuff. But yo, you make a lot of good yeah, points. Sure. And, and there's an article that's out now which I recommend everybody read. Where is that piece? What, what, what publication was it that just did that nice write-up on what uh, you've got going on? Um, Paper Magazine. Paper Magazine. Paper, so everybody, yeah. really quick, everyone, if you can, Google Paper Magazine, King Noir, and this is a perfect segue into what it is that you've started to kind of combat this innate racism that's within the porn industry. You're going head on against it, and you've created your own film company with the missus, I take it, that's with, with the missus that you guys yes, did it together, yes. right? My partner in all things, uh, Jet Setting Jasmine, we have a company, it's called Royal Fetish Films. We've been doing it for a few years now. You know, we actually have, have pulled in three three uh, uh, fetish awards through FetCon for two feature length films and, and one for a short film. And we've we started, uh, I would say maybe five years now, uh, doing talks and lectures on racism in in porn and how we can make a more ethical porn industry because there's nothing wrong with sex. There's nothing wrong with fucking as long as you are in, uh, you're fucking with consent, yes. you're leaving kids out of it, and you're leaving animals out of it. You know what I'm saying? Like, besides that, you know, what, what adults do amongst one another is all, all the more power to you. You know, if you want to do it with a bunch of people, or you want to be monogamous and do it with one person, or you want to spend some time loving yourself, that shit is great. But at the same time, you want to you wanna take away the misogyny, you want to take away the racism, you want to make it so that everybody is equal, not only in in theory, but also in how people are paid. Because within the porn, porn industry, you know, black folk are still paid less than their white counterparts. You know, uh, when you go uh, on set and people could just say in porn, like, I'm not working with no black people today or I'm not working with no Asian today. You know what I'm saying? Like, crazy. You can't do that. You can't do that if you work at Burger King. No, and matter of fact, it's probably the only industry, to my knowledge, that you can literally not hire or choose not to work with certain people based on their race and what they look like. And you mentioned in this article 
that in general, when black males are in porn, it's usually some type of a dominant scene, and it's not any type of romanticism involved. It's usually like you're like the wife doing the wrong thing, or, or it's a bad thing happening. What you uh, what you were quoted saying is that. They're making us work. They're not showing a romantic scene where it's not only about the hardest f***ing you've ever seen. So when it comes to your film production company, what is it you do that's different about the normal scenes that you'd see black male porn stars in? Well, I mean, number one, first and foremost, everybody that is in the scenes that we do, they're doing that they want to do. You know what I'm saying? We don't ever have anybody on camera doing something that they're not comfortable with that is not something that they even will try, you know, so we always have pre and post interviews talking to people because we do a lot of fetish as well. So it's kind of like if someone's being tied up for the first time, you want to see how they feel afterwards. So you can really, really go into what someone experienced and know how they feel about it if that's something you want to learn, right? But also everybody's being paid based on what they're doing. You know what I'm saying? They're not yeah. being paid more because they're white and less because they're latino they're being paid the same for the acts that they're doing on film uh also we're not um fetishizing someone because of their race you know what i'm saying like it's it's okay to be able to look at people from different cultures ethnicities and backgrounds and be able to say like that's a beautiful thing about you but that doesn't um my skin it doesn't define who i am as a person in a sense like just because you know one black man doesn't mean you know all black men yeah you know so it's kind of like if you if you look at most porn out there usually um it follows the same kind of racist uh tropes and archetypes that you see in mainstream media you know it's not just porn's problem you know not every black man you know needs to be trade as a gangster or a thug like that's that's not how everybody is you know it's kind of like the the same kind of cycles and circles that you see and how you said earlier it's hard to differentiate this shit when you're jacking off yeah <laughs> also think when you are when you are masturbating or you jacking off you rubbing one out whatever um your mind is completely open you know when we're when we're having sex and we're going through all our fantasies and we're feeling good like that's some of the most open that your mind your body is going to be in your entire life right yeah. like it's one of those those times when you truly let your guard down whether it be alone or with a partner or partners right so if you're taking in that's that's negative towards you like i think about so many women out there who are like man men need to stop watching certain types of porn to learn how to have sex because men are skipping eating or kissing or yeah. any form of romance and and actually giving a fuck about the other person that's there yeah. with you they're treating sex as like masturbation you know or you know every guy wants to try a pile driver but don't know how to don't know how to hold a woman properly so she doesn't injure herself they don't even allow that you know in the saying? wwe like, anymore come on <laughs> <laughs> you know what i'm saying so there's like all these all these things that you know and race is a huge act of this so like if you're sitting there watching something like black patrol where it's about police beating up black people and then having sex with them and then you watch the news uh recently a young football player from lsu said he's he's been tweeting about how he got you know roughed up by police in baton rouge louisiana and he said these cops were trying to unzip his pants and touch touches genitals and they're saying oh it's because we looking for a gun right <laughs> now if you're a person who watches this black patrol bullshit, 
you're probably thinking like, mm -hmm. oh, he probably X, Y, and Z. The music uh, starts in the background. And exactly. And this yeah. is a young man's life that now he's, he's going to be traumatized from being, you know, basically molested by the police. Crazy. You know, or you think about all the situations where I know y'all in New York, um, maybe about like five or six years ago, there was a cop that was a serial rapist that was being up women and arresting them and raping them. Insane. You know what I'm saying? And people who then think, oh, you know, it's okay if this happens to people of color because this is like the I watch. Or they won't say anything because the that they watch is that shit. You know what I'm saying? So it's detrimental and it needs to be it needs to be eradicated so that people can actually have porn that's good to get off to and enjoy that shit, you know? I always looked at porn almost as bridging the gap in some weird ways, though, too. It's the one time, like you said, where you're comfortable to really look at anything. Do you think it's almost racist to look up a specific race of porn if you're in the heat of the moment? Or would you call that preference? Uh, I mean, I think people do have preferences or interests. I think how it's written makes the difference. Like, if you're just like beautiful Latin woman or yeah. beautiful black woman or beautiful white woman, right? Now, the thing is, when you think about it, if you're looking for a white woman, you don't particularly write white woman. You write blonde, redhead, brunette, da 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 Or you just write woman and a white woman will show up. Yeah. But if you're looking for a black woman, you know, a lot of times it'll be like hip hop ass. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Hip hop ass, Jesus. Yeah, no, it's true though. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's it's really crazy actually when we were putting together our, our presentation on this there's there's this one website that you know they had the hip hop queen and just a queen or hip hop and a queen and the white woman was the queen and the black woman was hip hop and her ass didn't rap at all like I heard no bars <laughs> from her butthole that shit was yeah. very disappointing ass you know straight also, ass <laughs> yeah and it was like you know, you when you start categorizing people by one thing, because last time I checked, people from all over the world of all different races, ethnicities, and nationalities can perform hip hop. You know, what that's I'm true. There's, and there's I, I want to say, rappers, as blue, there's all types of rappers. You know, as a white guy, I'm offended by the amount of stereotypes that we're all banging our sisters and our mothers. <laughs> like, I, all of a sudden, I'll be looking at videos and these crazy titles pop yeah, it's up. All like stepmother. Yeah, we're not all that heinous and debaucherous. Come on. Crazy I think, stuff. I think that I think the um that shit is like just everywhere now, now. Where it's like stepmother, stepbrother, all this kind of shit. Yeah. And no, I beyond the step stuff. We're talking like brother sister stuff. Brother, like yeah, crazy brother. sick things like sister sneaks into brother's room. Like who's titling these videos? Like I feel like the actors and actresses can't have any idea what's going on. And it's some psycho that uploads it. And that's and that's one of the problems. Um, there are cases where people of color have showed up for shoots and then the video after um, is some super racist in the title and the performance like, I don't want to be in a, in a video called Black Wives Matter or some crazy like Black that. Black Wives and Matter, that's crazy. That was actually some bullshit that came out that um, the sister that was on the cover mm -hmm. of, that, of that DVD caught a lot of slack from everybody, black, yes. white, across the board. You know what I'm saying? And she was like, I didn't get the chance to choose what the title of this shit was. You know what I'm saying? So that's one of the things that we're working for uh, through the BIPOC 
uh, coalition to actually try and get things like this to be agreed upon between uh, performers and companies ahead of time. So you don't wind up in some racist shit that you ain't even say that you wanted to be. Yeah, that's insane. That's absolutely yeah. ridiculous. Now, now that being said, uh, we could go on and on all day because I've got so many questions about this, but I feel like we definitely got to have you back on again to talk more about this because it's such an interesting no, topic. Wait. I'm sure there's people who are going to want to hear you come back, but it's time to actually play some of your music. And the video word, that, is, uh, that came with this animation is fire, dude. I like how the animated video just goes so well with the song. Everybody needs to go to YouTube and look up Pali Sutra so you can see the visualization for it. It's really uh, interesting how you're able to take this advanced knowledge of sex and your experience in the industry and put it into music. You know, you hear all these different roots that rappers take and all these different styles. You take what you know and you put it into music. So you got to respect it. <laughs> word, word. I appreciate yeah. that. And also, I mean, I think it is rooted in the same place that hip hop came from. I mean... You know, my my hip hop roots go 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 way back, and it's it's very much like you know being yourself, being creative, but at the same time, I could rock a fucking party. Now, whether it's a block party or a sex party, it all depends on a on the time and the place. You know, what yeah. I'm saying? I always make sure I could rock both of them. Shits. Ladies get at him, and and uh, and I now that I think about it, there are a lot of sex raps. Like some of my favorite hip hop songs directly have to do with sex. For instance, Easy E, Give Me That Nut, R.I.P. <laughs> So many great, uh, great songs in that realm. Put it in your mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you. That's right. We had Kia Jeffries on recently. King, where can they find you on social media? Your website, everything else. Uh, Let's get those plugs in. No pun intended. Yeah, yeah. You you, you can find me at uh, the real King Noir on Instagram uh, at King Noir on Twitter. That's K I N G N O I R E. King Noir OnlyFans. Uh, and kingnoir.com for the one that's safe for work and kingnoirxxx.com for all the shit that you can go home after work and get it off to, you know what I'm saying? The just ones that, that you don't want to... <laughs> just know that I'm shadow banned on Instagram and Twitter, so you got you got to really search. You got to search. Dude, you don't come <laughs> yeah. up on Instagram. I was trying to look for you earlier to get that animated video up to no avail. Yo, they be, they be hiding, they be hiding, but um, I'll send it to you directly. We got it. Uh, actually, I, I got it up right now, and it's time for the audience to hear it. Folks, this is The Ryan Show FM. King Noir in the building. Polly Sutra featuring Kendall Good. We will be back. DJ Honky Wonky, take it away. They say one's fun, two's double, three's fantasy. Uh. Say one's fun, two's double, three fantasy See you. 
So many ways to love and lust BDSM, you like it rough Our cucks just love watching us close up Wife covered in nut, her husband there to clean it up Nasty as we gotta be, breaking the monotony Cosplay menagerie, all out debauchery We share so well, sister wives and subs Lifestyle and swinger clubs Threesomes, foursomes, moresomes, awesome Thirst traps and snacks, the whole room starving Having my cake and eating it too Done took on a different meaning Cause you eating it too, see We do it all and keep it true So what the f*** cheating gon' do? I don't want nobody but you Unless I'm being poly with you They say one's fun, two's double, three fantasy Oh, and we all are room full of lovers Poly, poly Vibes, baby. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna have to bring out the drill and the Duchess for this one. Smoke young, I steam on the nightly Flow hot, but my wrist gleam Cause it's icy Young eyes rocking it all day I get it anywhere Baby girl gave me top in the hallway Swag, swag on a billion Cocking our forte I'm bagging up a million While I'm watching our foreplay Meanwhile, I let bread stack to a mean pal I always keep that money on call Like speed down I could never see how he's foul When I could Get your man jewels taxed faster than e foul I got this Every time I spit is with the hotness That's why your girl dancing on my countertop topless I scorched this From the projects to the office The boss of the bosses Flossing in my fortress Every night hitting her up He can have the green Me and her burn pip if she want Push your chick look dick from the front She been half my love so long She was my for months up Vibe 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 that 155th Branson flow baby Vibe Yeah. You're down, I'm down Look, 
Hey yo, you know, your boy been the boss like Hugo No auto-tune though, while I'm sipping on Nouveau Mix it in the kitchen, I'm flipping wherever you go Heffy's spaced out like they sitting on Pluto It's true though, my boo know, I'm locking it down Flow harder than concrete when I'm rocking my sound Why you handcuffing your bra, locking it down I keep it in a penthouse, we on top of the town Yeah, I bag that, beat it up like I never had that Stand in ovation from behind, make a clap She clutching her ass while loving the last I gave her back shots like I laid a gun on her Lighting the sour, taking what's rightfully ours Young, I hit it up every night on the hour Plus that la-la got you in the zone with the fam Got you open, how the hell you going home to your man, damn Right there, baby. Yeah, youngin'.